Opinions expressed in this episode are personal. They do not necessarily reflect the views of this streaming platform. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I am your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who have supported me through this journey. They say that money will buy you happiness, but I can tell you in a lot of cases, money is not the only thing that will help you retain top talent at your company. Total rewards play a huge role when it comes to making organizations attractive to potential candidates. So today, I thought I would take a dive into this topic because I thought it would be a great opportunity to talk about total rewards and why they're an important part of any organization. Today, I have the privilege to have as my partner in crime in this conversation, someone who has a lot of experience in this area, and I can tell you, someone that will make you smile when you hear her talk. Her name is Susie Goodwin. Susie has been in the corporate benefit space for 15 years. She primarily focuses on well-being as part of her total compensation packages. She holds a master's degree in health promotion and a personal passion for fitness. She has done 70 marathons and is a running mentor in her community. When I first met her, I was wowed by her ability to lead a discussion and still do it with empathy and authenticity. She is super compassionate, energetic, and knows what it means to be dedicated to something. Welcome to the show, Susie. I can't tell you how much of a pleasure it is to have you on today. What a kind introduction, and thank you very much. I hope I can live up to that, Andrew. (laughs) I have no doubt that you will, Susie, so no doubt whatsoever. How are things with you? What's new? (laughs) Oh, things are fantastic. I'm really excited to be talking about total rewards today. And for your listeners, but don't worry, I'm not going to talk you into running a marathon or doing any kind of crazy fitness things. We're going to be talking more about compensation packages. We'll save the running chit chat for off the show. How's that? That sounds, uh, you know what? Whatever is in your heart, that's what uh, that's what we'll talk about today. But yes, we are going to be talking about total rewards. I am glad to hear that you are doing very well. Glad that things are going good. Here in Canada, it is warm. It's been hot, which I love. I love the heat. So I am absolutely enjoying it at this point. Now, this is probably where I should mention that I am in the States. I work for an organization that serves global organizations, but I'm on the East Coast of the United States. Mm, Well, there you go. Is it hot where you are? (laughs) You know what? At the time of this recording, it is like the end of spring and we're knocking on summer. I am the mom of four kids and they're about to get out of school. And any parents listening will know that when the end of the school year is upon us, behavior kind of goes haywire. They are ready for summer, Andrew. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I'm glad to hear that things are going well and that you're doing okay. The kids must be excited. It is what it is, right? I guess we just have to go with the flow. Absolutely. (laughs) That's good advice anyway, right? (laughs) It it is, absolutely. Now, before we begin, Susie, I always have a fun question to ask my guests to get things going. I know it's a surprise for you, so but are you ready for yours? I'm ready. (laughs) So... This is a would-you-rather question. Would you rather tell your past self something or ask your future self a question? Ooh, what an interesting one. I'm going to say 
future self. I would rather ask my future self a question. And that, you know what, that stems really, Andrew, from we can't really change the past. And I guess in this scenario, I don't even want to make an attempt to. Um, And you know what they say about the future and the past, right? Like a rear view mirror. Uh, It's okay to kind of glance and acknowledge what's in the back, but you got to look through the windshield, move forward. Absolutely. We can only control what we can control. So I totally agree with you on that one. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your amazing answer and for having fun with me. I always have fun with these. And I always tell my guests, they're probably more exciting for me sometimes than they are for my guests because I don't know what the answer is going to be. And I always get excited to see what the reaction of my guests are going to be. So they're probably more fun for me than any, than anything else. I don't know. I think that's a really interesting one for all of us. And I'm including your listeners in this, right? It's a fun one for our coworkers, those that we have those relationships with, our family members. So I'm going to be asking around. I'm going to ask other folks the same thing. Yes, I totally agree. And we can you can shoot me a message and tell me what answers that you got from people. I'd be curious to hear. <laughs> so why don't we get this show on the road, Susie? What I would love to do to start things off is for you to tell us a little bit more about you and your story. Yeah. So like you mentioned, I've been in the corporate benefits space for about 15 years now. And I actually started working for a uh, big box gym brand. Um, And I say big box, it was Gold's Gym International, very popular brand, especially here in the States, but also across the globe. And that was back when well-being wasn't necessarily something that a lot of employers did. Um, So it was early on and it was selling those employers on access to our gym facilities. Um, so that's kind of how I got started. And then I moved into professionally into point solutions. So really looking at total population health, both from the disease management end of things, as well as the pre-disease and prevention end of things. Took a little bit of time in population health for older adults. And now I work for an organization called Forma. We primarily do in Canada, you guys call them personal spending accounts. And then your listeners that are in the States will know lifestyle spending accounts. It's essentially customizable stipends or allowances that employers provide for their employees. So did you find that when you were in the fitness world, did you find that your life was pushing you towards what you're doing now? Like, did you find that you were garnering a passion for it? You know, I mean, you mentioned the running and I appreciate that in the introduction because it makes me sound much cooler than I actually am. Um, But it definitely has always been a personal passion. And as someone who wants to be involved in wellness and preventative health, I knew that PSAs or LSAs were absolutely the future. We'll get into total rewards today. Anybody that's familiar with these types of accounts know that they're rooted in personal choice, meaning the employee can choose what well-being means to them. And I definitely believe that that's the future. I believe that in terms of moving the needle for someone's health and well-being journey, you have to put them in the position to win and the position to choose. So that that's kind of, um, I don't, you know, it's not exactly linear. 
Andrew, and I don't think anybody's career or professional lives are. But as I look back in that rearview mirror, I can definitely see how the road was paved. For sure. Because I totally believe in passion. And if you're not passionate about what you do, then you're not going to put your whole heart into it. So I can tell by your story that you were passionate, you're passionate about fitness, but you seem like you, your passion pushed towards that. So that's amazing that you found your passion for sure. Yeah. And it's a great, you know, it's a great space. And I know we're, we're talking about total rewards today, but, um, this is a nice little segue because, you know, um, talking about fitness exclusively, that's when I first started working with HR and benefits professionals. Now, being where I am now, I get to go a little bit deeper with these folks, but I know that many of your listeners are in this space and I just love working with HR and benefits professionals. They're empathetic, they're compassionate, and nine times out of 10, I know that they really, really care about the population that they're serving. And you know what? Why don't we go nine and three quarters out of 10? Because everyone knows there are exceptions. But again, for the most part, these are salt of the earth people that want to make work a great place. Totally agree with you 150% on that. Susie, for those who don't know, can you explain to us what total rewards are and how important are they to an organization? Absolutely. So total rewards refer to the comprehensive, so all of it, set of financial as well as the non-financial benefits that an organization is going to offer its employees. So this is everything to create a compelling package for an employee. I'm talking base salary, bonuses, incentives, benefits like those spending accounts I was talking about. This could be rewards and recognition career development or learning, work-life balance. I mean, we could go on and on in this entire episode with the list, but this is essentially everything that that compensation package touches, financial and non-financial. And, you know, Andrew, they're important because they create a positive work environment and they help organizations gain a competitive advantage in the talent market. It is all about attraction and retention. I love when you said positive work environment. As soon as you said that, it just resonated with me today. Lots of people, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are in situations where they are not in a positive work environment. And I totally believe that things like to- having total rewards will be a benefit to individuals and companies will see that people will stick around a lot longer because it's showing your employees that you care for them and you are compassionate about their well-being and you want them to stay as well. Absolutely. You know, Andrew, I've got a good example of um, exactly what you're hitting on. Do you mind if I share it? I would love for you to share it. Awesome. So um, one of my organization's clients, TripAdvisor, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with TripAdvisor, They have a personal spending account. I'm going to use the Canadian language there. Um, (laughs) Listeners in the States, lifestyle spending account. Um, But anyhow, this PSA or LSA increases with tenure. So if I've been at TripAdvisor for five years, I get more in my monthly well-being allotment than you would, Andrew, if you just began. So in this example, longevity is rewarded 
with a component of that total rewards package. I totally can see that because you want to retain, you want to keep people engaged. And this is something huge that you could say, okay, well, if I stick around, well, you know, my job, maybe I'll move up in the company, but also too, my rewards will, I'll benefit with that because my rewards will rise as well. So yeah, I could see that being a huge benefit and a huge thing for existing employees and candidates or possible candidates to look at that for sure when they're looking at a company and they see that, that could be a definite big draw for them for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some of the examples of total rewards in the workplace? Okay. Well, so um, there, there's that example with the PSA and LSA. And as another example of those types of accounts, I'll give you an example at my organization, Forma, we get a connectivity allowance as part of our total rewards package. Now, we're a completely remote workforce. So what this means is in order to maintain relationships, that connectivity budget allows us to schedule coffee connects or virtual lunches together. And it's a really nice illustration of how total rewards can affect employee engagement as well. We're not working in silos. We're connecting with one another. And you brought up the positive work environment previously, but I mean, it's true. Everyone listening knows that when employees feel valued and rewarded and they're encouraged to connect, they're more likely to be satisfied with their work and motivated to achieve whatever goals their organization has outlined for them. So I love this example simply because it does show how total rewards or pieces of those packages can foster a positive work culture. And Susie, I just love your example because I speak to quite a few friends, actually one particular friend who works remotely and she loves her job. She loves that she's working remotely, but she does find sometimes that the company does not do anything to engage her. Sometimes activities or things happen in the building, in the office, but she is not part of it because she's working remote. So sometimes she feels like almost like an outsider, which is kind of you know, I wouldn't use the word sad, but you know, I kind of feel for her. So I love that you guys do that schedule connectivity because this basically keeps people feeling that they're, even though they're working remotely, that they're feeling part of the organization and the team and the group environment. And this is a totally compassionate thing that you guys do. I just love that. You know, I'm glad that you brought up work from home and flexible work arrangements, because actually, Andrew, that is another really great example of a component of a total rewards package. So that's a non-financial example, right? I mean, when we think about our salary or stipends that we get, those obviously cost money. But as leaders of organizations are putting together packages and considering total rewards, Some of those flexible work arrangements can really go a long way, especially with the younger generations. I've seen a lot of really recent research from Radford Aon and Gallagher. They suggest that more than half, more than half, over 50% of Gen Z workers look for hybrid or remote work. I totally agree with you because I see it on LinkedIn. I see it on job postings. 
that remote work and I talk to a lot of candidates and that's what they're looking for when they're looking for new jobs that they're looking for. I'd love to get a job that's remote. That's what they're looking for. There's not a lot of them out there, but I do believe that things are changing, times are changing. And with that, successful companies that are doing it, I believe that other companies are seeing how successful companies are and they're starting to change their mindset on the flexibility of having people working from home and the benefits of that. And just like you said our, your story before about having connections with the people that are working from home, this is just an extra added bonus to not having to worry about traffic, not having to worry about filling up your car with gas all the time, mileage, stuff went wrong in your car a lot quicker. All these things are important. So when you add the connectivity thing of having a coffee with somebody, even though it may not be a monetary thing, for me, it's all about engagement. I love to engage with people. You and I have talked on the phone many times, and I just love engaging and meeting new people. I light up when I speak to somebody on the phone and hang up with them after a great conversation. So I can just imagine in a work environment where you're working away and someone says, hey, let's have a coffee connectivity time. It just was so remarkable to the, the well-being and the mindset of that employee. Yeah, you know, and I think about flexible work arrangements, to your point, they become personal, right, for the individual. And isn't that beautiful when an organization can, and I understand, right, there are some organizations cannot offer this, but for those that can, it's an important part of Total Rewards Package because it allows the employee, especially if there's some choice involved, are they hybrid? Are they remote? Do they go in the office? Can they choose that? Now we're meeting employees where they are and kind of letting them design their own benefits. I was on a call today with a couple of broker consultants. They're in New York City here in the States. And there were two of these gals. <laughs> One of them was in the office and said, I love the office. I can work from home, but I need the social interaction. I like my commute. While the other gal was absolutely at home. Her dog was by her side. She said, I'm a homebody. I'm happier this way. But that flexible work arrangement as part of the total rewards package, it serves both of them in different ways. It's all about options, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I think everybody loves options, that's for sure. <laughs> so what role do you think leaders play when it comes to total rewards programs? Leaders definitely play an important role in the development, implementation, and even the management of these total rewards programs. So I'll talk about a few. First of all, strategic alignment, right? Like oftentimes leaders are going to be responsible for aligning the programs with the overall goals of the organization. You know, I've got another example for you, Andrew. May I provide it? Uh, you can give me as many examples or stories as you want to. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so fun to be able to share programs like this. So another client of my organization, Lululemon, I know your Canadian listeners have heard of Lululemon, but they provide a fitness stipend for their Hong Kong and Vietnam employees. Um, it's called Sweaty Pursuits. Now, this isn't a broad fitness stipend. This isn't one of these choose whatever you want because they have aligned it to their company pillars. It's exclusive to community-based fitness. So community-based classes, in-person activities. 
yoga in an in-person studio? Yes, you can use your stipend on that. Home gym equipment? No, that does not count under this benefit. But you see what they're doing there. Community is a pillar at Lululemon. And so this perk aligns with that pillar or that mission of the organization. I just love that. And I love the fact, the development and implementation. One thing that I'm thinking of is, and I don't know if you see it, but I could definitely see a company who doesn't have a total rewards program, but tells their employees, hey, this is something that we're going to implement. We're going to implement this total rewards program. They have a big meeting with everybody around and they tell them, this is what we're going to be doing. This is what have you. But the communication falls and it's not implemented to its full extent. So you get the employees all excited about this program. And then all of a sudden, it's not communicated properly. And then six months down the road, employees are like, hey, I thought we were supposed to have this program. And now like, where, what happened to it? Like, Where did it go? So I, I could, I can see some companies, not all, but I could do, do see some companies where this situation could arise. I appreciate that you're talking about communication and transparency as it relates to a leader owning those things. And you're right, Andrew, leaders have a responsibility to effectively communicate a total rewards program to employees. So the components, the eligibility criteria, how the program aligns maybe with overall pillars or missions. And we know that this very clear, transparent communication will then lead to employee engagement. So in your example, if there's not communication, well, then you've got a low-performing program and you're probably investing financial resources into it. That communication piece can be make or break on engagement. And depending on what the component of total rewards we're talking about for fitness, for the example that we just gave, like a well-being program, you want engagement because higher engagement means folks are getting healthier and now we're reducing the risk of a catastrophic event or we're helping them manage chronic conditions. Right, absolutely. And uh, you know, and I'd like to add too, as far as the communication process, when something is new or existing, there's going to be questions regarding a program. So if it's being implemented or again, if there's a new candidate coming in and they're not aware of the program and they have questions, there's got to be communications. In other words, there's got to be an open door policy where you are able to go to see your leader and ask them any question that you might have. Your coworkers might be there to answer them, but that's not necessarily their job to answer that. That's the job of the leader to make sure that all the questions are answered and are answered in a correct matter. Yes. And may I add something to that? Absolutely. <laughs> like with getting the leaders involved, you know, leaders play a vital role in reinforcing the value of the programs by participating, right? They should actively participate and advocate for the programs. So if the company is doing a physical fitness, like activity challenge, I think about 10 years ago, pedometer right? Step challenges and pedometers were all the rage. And I saw plenty of programs 
uh, <laughs> like just sink and die uh, for lack of engagement because leaders weren't doing it. Think how different that is when an employee sees their leader or their leader's leader in this example with a pedometer challenge or a walking challenge, taking steps at lunch. They see a pedometer. I mean, now they're on our wrist, but once upon a time, they were clipped to our pants. When you see that, when something is communicated and the the leader gets excited about it and participates in it, this goes a long way. Absolutely. And it doesn't hurt of a coworker who is not engaged in any program and they say, you know what, I'm going to start. And they tell them, oh, I'm going to start, I'm going to do it like today or I'm going to do it tonight or I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. It doesn't hurt for their leader to say, hey, did you say you were going to start that, you know, the Total Awards program the other day? Yeah. How did it go? So you're showing a little bit of compassion and you're showing that you care. It's not like, okay, well, they said they're going to go do it, but you know, I don't need to check on them. They said they were going to do it. Like, you know what it means to have somebody ask you how something went? Like, it goes like miles and miles and miles for somebody's, the way that they think of the leader, for sure, or the way that they, you know, that it's, that they're being thought of. Yes. I love how the, this context, you're bringing up a great point about leaders being able to connect more deeply with colleagues because of the, right? Some of these programs, just by, by their nature, will allow for that connection and will allow for that additional relationship building. And we know, I mean, even if it's not reinforcing something, even if it's just talking about it, I'm using fitness programs as an example here, because oftentimes that's now at the time of this recording in 2023, that's a pretty common part of total rewards packages, but you've got the non-financial, you know, things as well, or the non-activity based things as well. So rewards and recognition and incentives. We talked about flexible work arrangements. The communication piece, again, we're adult learners. And according to the research, we need to hear something seven times for it to sink in. So making sure that we're communicating about these total rewards programs during open enrollment, when we have a new employee and they're going through their orientation, when it's the leader setting a good example as a role model, but also talking about these things. Maybe we've got ambassadors within the organization. Maybe we've just got refreshers and reminders. Um, we can't assume that if we've announced something once <laughs> that we can just leave it on the shelf and it's going to work. I totally am with you 100% on that one. Susie, if I could ask you one word to describe yourself, what word would it be? You know, I thought about this and I'm going to be transparent for your listeners because Andrew um, told me he was going to ask this um, <laughs> at the end. And so I, the word that I'm going to choose is whole, whole. Um, and, and I say that and it's, it really is, is a nod to just holistically well. So I say whole because I pride myself on um, being spiritually whole. I'm a Christian woman. But then also just in terms of physical well-being and mental well-being, oh, it's not perfect, but certainly whole. And I've been very blessed um, with relationships like this. We're having this conversation with work and home. And so whole is how I'm going to answer that one today. Susie, I love your answer. It's probably one of the best answers I've heard since I've started my podcast in that 
your answer is totally resonating with me. I just, I just love that answer. I have a little surprise for you. I have a word for you that I thought of when I wrote down this question. And the word that I have for you is limitless. And the reason why I think you are limitless, not because I don't think you're a whole, but I think you are limitless because you know how to follow up in your inner voice. You have learned to take risks. You know your values and you never question them. And you are receptive to meeting and helping people whenever they can. So that's why I chose Limitless for you. Wow. Thank you so much, Andrew. See, uh, salt of the earth kind of folks. I know your background, of course, is in HR like we discussed, but then also you're giving me a big ego boost on the way in and an ego boost on the way out. <laughs> yeah, it just, you know what? I just thought of that and your answer was great. I When I ask that question, I never know what the person's going to answer. So you kind of shocked me in a good way as far as that answer. But yes, I totally, when I thought about it and I thought, okay, what do I think of Susie when I think of one word for her? And that was what I came up with for sure. Well, thank you very much. I think, again, this is a great one for your listeners. It's a wonderful exercise. As I was thinking about it earlier, um, it really has you do some internal digging and to be able to communicate that and maybe even ask a peer what word they would have for you. Look at us, Andrew. We're doing icebreakers right here on Let's Be Diverse. (laughs) (laughs) How about that, eh? So, Susie, again, I just wanted to say that I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. So I know you love to uplift people, and that's exactly what I think you do and what you did this evening. So thank you for being part of this conversation. I'd like to know, if you have any final thoughts for our listeners today. You know, I would love to connect with folks. I um, just, yeah, I would love to connect with any listeners, of course, just for the sake of networking and connecting, but then also to answer any questions about total rewards. You can find me, of course, I'm Susie Goodwin. I'm active on LinkedIn. And if you want to find my running adventures, you can go to runwithsusie.com and uh, read my race recaps and how I I, I torture myself. I say that lovingly, but <laughs> uh, you can follow along with some of those journeys. Yeah, well, you answered my question. I was going to see if there's any way that they want to get a hold of you, how might they do so, but you answered that before, so that's great. I'm actually going to put your information at the end of our podcast once I download it, so I hope that, actually, I know that people after you listen to this are going to want to connect with you for sure. So on behalf of myself and my guest Susie today, I would like to take the time to thank you all for listening. And I want to say until next time, be safe and remember that if we all work together, we can accomplish anything. You have been listening to Let's Be Diverse with Andrew Stout. To stay up to date with future content, hit subscribe 